the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, hello, y'all. Dennis Prager here. I actually had as close to a normal week as I've had since February. I actually flew four times, which is uh, normal. And I always return from a flight with a question, which to which there is no answer. In other words, excuse me, to which there is no legitimate, rational, moral answer. Why can people sitting inches apart take their masks off in the course of one, two, three, four, five-hour flights, and that's fine. But you can't go to a restaurant in Los Angeles, 10 feet apart, 6 feet apart. Does anybody have an answer? Yes, there is an answer. Gavin Newsom and Eric Garcetti. How many states can you not eat inside a restaurant now? must be very, very few, because I ate inside a restaurant in Chicago. On a couple of occasions, when I was there for my event for AM 560, terrific station, by the way. Hello to all of you at AM. Thank you, guys, Eric and all you guys there. Thank you for your great, uh, the ease with which I did my two shows there in Chicago. Appreciate it very much. Appreciate you going out and getting me my iced coffee with almond milk which is what I live on during my 16, 17-hour fasts each day. <laughs> Just read another piece in Daily Mail by two people who just wrote a, another diet book, and it's, it all revolves around uh, f- fasting. But even if you don't lose weight, it's just good for you. But not everybody can do it, and, I, and, and people have figured out many other healthy ways to live. I, I, I am not what you call, you know, like a convert to some cause. It's the only way they become fanatics. I have no fanaticism on the issue. If you can do it, it's worth doing. And if you can't, there are many other ways of living healthfully. Why? Why are? Uh, what about uh, uh, Oregon? Uh, can you eat in a, in a restaurant in Oregon? Do you know? So, who who are the candidates for dictatorship and 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 for smashing big uh, small businesses other than Newsom and Garcetti? Are there any other candidates in the country? The Democratic governor of uh, uh, okay, New Jersey, New York, right. I love the way the uh, the New York Times and others praise New York for handling it so well. Whereas the Republican governors open too soon. Yeah, but look at the death rates. I'm talking rates between New York and Florida. New- Florida has the second largest percentage of old people 
in America. Maine has the first. I don't understand that, but uh, a, a piece of data is a piece of data. And, and look at the rates of, of death. I have a stack of important stories, but I think perhaps the candidate for the most important story of the day, and, and I, I admit it's only a candidate because there are so many that would qualify, uh, is the story uh, that I first saw reported in uh, in the Daily Mail, but I'm sure it's elsewhere. U.S. schools are changing their curriculum in response to Black Lives Matter, capital B, capital L, capital M, as survey finds 81% of teachers support the movement. 81% of U.S. teachers support the movement, not the concept, or not just the concept. Every, every decent person supports the concept that black lives matter. But the movement, BLM, a radical movement, a destructive movement, an anger-inducing movement, a disuniting movement, Who's the head of Dorsey? Who is he? Head of uh, Twitter? Yeah. Gave them to, to what did he give them? $10 million? No. He, to BLM? He didn't give it directly? He gave it indirectly? Oh, he gave it to Kendi. That's right. I'm sorry. He didn't give it to BLM. He gave it to a philosophical ally. I still have to read you the analysis of Kendi's book. I worked so hard on that. Okay. This, uh, I, I have more material that I can get over to you, even with a three-hour show. So this did it for me and teachers, my friends. It's, a, it's, it, it's taken a lifetime, and it's very, very... It's, of all the poisoned groups in America by leftism, the one that is most... Emotionally painful to me is teachers. There's a Wall Street Journal editorial on this subject today. On on what subject? On on teachers unions. Oh, that's very important. I will bring that to everybody next this segment. So you have to understand, growing up in almost any Jewish home, and especially a religious Jewish home. I mean, this will sound almost bizarre to you, but nevertheless, I'll, I'll just report it. There is, there is, in fact, a discussion in the Talmud. There's a discussion on everything in the Talmud. It's as big as the Encyclopedia Britannica, for those of you who recall the Encyclopedia Britannica. And there is actually a discussion if the life of your teacher and the life of your parent uh, like like my old drowning, you know, of your pet and your and your uh, and a stranger. Th- this is so. Let's say they were both drowned. Whom do you say first? There's actually a discussion. There were those uh, rabbis of the Talmud. This is two thousand years ago. Second holiest work in Judaism. There are those who say your teacher. There are those who say your parent. They say, but if your parent is your teacher, then 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 they they win. You you are raised to venerate teachers. 
the prayer that the Supreme Court, I believe this was the moment that began the, the decline of the United States of America, 1962. The Supreme Court ruling that this totally nonpartisan, not nonpartisan, what is the word, non-denominational prayer, asking God to invoke his blessings on our country, our teachers, our parents. I think that's what it is. That was unconstitutional. You violated the Constitution by asking God to bless your teachers. But that shows you, interestingly, how deeply conservatives who were for the prayer venerated teachers. There are a few teachers worth venerating, but the operative word in that sentence is few. I can't tell you how sad I am that the teaching profession has been as poisoned as journalism. Do you trust the media? Then why would you trust your kids' teachers? If you trust the media, then you should certainly trust your kids' teachers. They have identical agendas. Indoctrinate with disregard for truth. Now, if you're okay with your kids learning that America is a piece of crap, its founders were pieces of crap, and I would use the word for crap, but I can't, because that's what they will learn. And, of course, not, not even an inkling about the, the, the religious values that undergird the entire American experiment, our rights come from our Creator. If you're okay with that, then send your kids to school. If you worry about uh, what your kids will grow up to be, the vast majority of schools, because the vast majority of teachers will hurt them, will hurt their, their conscience, will hurt their intelligence. I'm sorry. God knows I'm sorry. We'll be back. I'm Dennis Prager. It took the left a hundred years to gain control of our education system. With disruptive concepts like Prager University, we can take it back in a decade. But only people support us. Go to PragerUniversity.com and donate today. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. Eight hundred five hundred eighty-three eighty-four. Okay, everybody. 
talking about teachers. Dennis Prager here. Indeed, I did not know this, but uh, today's Wall, Wall Street Journal has an editorial. A union education in Chicago. The Chicago Teachers Union doesn't want Catholic schools to open for classroom teaching lest they embarrass public schools. This was one of the hardest openings or indeed statements of my radio career to tell you that the teachers are as reliable as the media, that the teaching profession has been corrupted as much as the media have been corrupted. So let's put it this way. If you think your child should only read the Minneapolis Star Tribune or New York Times or Washington Post or L.A. Times or The Atlantic or MoveOn.org, then you will be very comfortable with having your child go to school, a regular school, public or private. It's almost irrelevant. There are some exceptions. They are exceptions. But if if you would rather your child not be taught at MoveOn.org Academy, I don't see how you can send your child to a regular school anymore. Uh, Regular doesn't mean public. Regular means public or private. The L.A. Teachers Union has contempt for you and your children. Utter contempt. They care about money, and they care about leftism. They have said that they will not return, teachers will not return to work in the second largest school district in America unless police are defunded. Any uprising by teachers against their union? Uh, is a Neptune crashing in on Earth? Same likelihood. That's why so many teachers are frightened having the Zoom sessions actually watched by parents, lest you hear the lies, distortions, anger, hatred, in other words, leftism, instead of education taught to your children. It's a terrible thing. I I feel for you beyond words. There, there there, were so many idealistic teachers. Idealistic meaning, the leftists are idealists, but I mean with imbued with the ideal of teaching, not indoctrinating. 81% support BLM. Wall Street Journal editorial, Catholic schools are reopening for classroom instruction in Chicago unless... The teachers' union can get the politicians to shut them down. And they, the left has the audacity to speak about President Trump as a dictator? It is, it's, it's beyond ex- attributing to others qualities that one has. It's just, it's a camouflage for the love and misuse of power that has always characterized the left. The pressure on Chicago's Catholic schools follows the successful union intimidation of the public schools. Please understand that children's 
children are to teachers unions, what workers are to communist unions. Fodder. Camouflage. Smokescreen. The city had planned to reopen its public schools with a hybrid model that included at least some in-person learning. But the Chicago Teachers Union threatened to strike, and Mayor Lori Lightfoot caved. Now the mayor says the public schools won't open for in-person learning until Election Day at the earliest. I just want you to know that the one of the biggest heads of education in Britain says that missing school is worse than COVID for children. America is to the left of every country, of every Western country. You realize that? The left has more of a stranglehold in the U.S. than it does in Sweden. Well, forget Sweden, that's obvious. Then Norway, Denmark, Belgium, France, U.K. Children are more likely to be harmed by not returning to school next month. This is from the BBC, not known as a conservative source. Correct? Did you see this piece? Did you send it to me? So that proves you saw it. I don't even, I I take your word for it. I just want you to know that. If you nod, I bet my life on it. That's how much I trust you. This was a beautiful little statement of me to the living martyr. Is it meaningful to you that I praised you in that way? Okay. He said yes. Children are more likely to be harmed by not returning to school next month than if they catch coronavirus. Oh, not the head of education. Better. The United Kingdom's chief medical advisor says. Professor Chris Whitty, W-H-I-T-T-Y, said, quote, The chances of children dying from COVID-19 are incredibly small, but missing lessons, quote, damages children in the long run. I, I declare I would take a lie detector test to prove the sincerity of what I'm about to say. Teachers unions don't give a damn about your kids. They they don't care at all about the welfare of your children. They are power-hungry, left-wing, corrupt politicians. That is all teachers unions are. Everybody involved in this knows it. One of the biggest Democrats in California, he was a household name for decades, whom I knew from very early on, so we were actually quite friendly, even though we differed on just about everything. But he was a liberal, not a leftist. Told me, he said, please never give my name, and I never have. The unions run California. Probably first and foremost teachers' union. But this is Illinois. Oh, this is now, well, yes, that was Illinois, the editorial. Now we're talking, they don't run it, apparently, in the United Kingdom. Millions of pupils in England, Wales, and Northern Ireland are due to return to school within weeks. That's right. You want to damage your kids? Follow the advice of their teachers. 
Can't tell you how painful what I said is, but it is as true as it is painful. The Dennis Prager Show. Never you're around. I'm tired of feeling blue. I have often said to you that one thing that cannot be said is that conservative intellectuals have not done their work in the course of the Civil War engulfing America. The number of superb, important works is impressive. One was published last week by a man I read regularly, Lee Smith. The Permanent Coup, How Enemies Foreign and Domestic Targeted the American President. It's a bestseller on on Amazon. I was pleasantly surprised, not because it, it deserves to be number one as far as I'm concerned, but uh, it's, a, it's a good sign about the book and about Americans that it is doing as well as it is. It's up at DennisPrager.com, The Permanent Coup. Lee Smith, welcome back to my show. Dennis, it's a pleasure to be with you. Thank you very kindly for inviting me to, uh, to discuss not just the book, but other important things that are upon us. Um, so it's a pleasure. Thank you. Well, tell tell me and my listeners a little about you. What is your okay. background? Uh, well, I actually come at the. Uh, I mean, I, I've been writing about the. You know, we've spoken about this a lot. The Middle East. That's what I was writing on for a long time. Uh, Israel, as well as talking about the Iran deal, following different things unfolding in the Middle East. And one of the reasons, or perhaps the main reason that I started writing about this, about the ridiculous uh, collusion conspiracy theory, is because I recognized in it, I recognized a very third world construction. Because you saw intelligence services partnering with the press. And in the third world, especially in the hard security Arab states, we talk about it in terms of the Ministry of the Interior and the Ministry of which handles security services and the Ministry of Information, which runs what passes for media in the in the Arab states. So it's very upsetting to see this to see this structure arising here in the middle of the greatest country, the oldest democracy in the world. That's exactly correct. Um, the left is rendering America as corrupt as, as some third world countries. I, I never said this before. I mean, the, these these are all new revelations. To, I guess new revelations is a uh, yeah new revelation, not redundant. These are new revelations to me. So, to, but I, when I meant your background, that's your current background. Were you where were you raised? Were you always oh. conservative? What what's yeah. what's that? Oh, what's, I. I I, 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 uh, well, I was born in, in Puerto Rico and then I was raised in New York. And, uh, well, I mean, I, I think my, my, my background and the, the, the set that I ran with was, you know, growing up in journalism in New York was pretty, was pretty liberal. Um, you know, and I, one of the, one of the cases that I make, and excuse me, I'm wandering too far afield here is, my father is a retired journalist. My grandfather was in the trade, as was my great-grandfather, who was a typesetter at the New York Daily News. So I'm extremely comfortable with the fact that journalism as a profession 
has always long tended to lean to the left. And I don't think my great grandfather was uh, was a left winger. He was he was from Indiana. Um, but what we're seeing now has nothing to do with liberalism. Nothing to do with even people that we think, well, yeah, okay, they're a little partisan. They they like the Clintons. They like uh, Al Gore. That's not what we're seeing now. What we're seeing now is entirely different. This has nothing to do with the political categories that we've all that we've all accepted for I, I don't know maybe a hundred years. Even when we're describing progressives, this doesn't quite grasp what we've seen here. What the media has turned into is an information a platform for information warfare operations. And it is partly because of my background in New York, working in the media there, including working at the Village Voice, which was the original alternative weekly, tragically no longer exists. But having seen it and having known how the liberal press works, I speak with some experience saying, this is nothing like that. This is not a partisan press. These are, these are truly operatives who are running, uh, who are running our, the, the, the mainstream of the country's communication system. We'll be back in a moment. Lee Smith, that's perfect. I, I didn't want to interrupt a thought. He ended a thought. And then we're going to get to the actual subject, the, the permanent coup. That's what we're living through. Even whatever side you're on, intellectual honesty demands recognition of that. My guest is Lee Smith, one of the last remaining journalists. And you you are in the the camp. My my producer said, we were talking about you, and he said, Thank you. (laughs) Well, you don't know it was good, but you're right to thank me. <laughs> I, I just appreciate that you, that you gentlemen were speaking about. Okay, it. Thank <laughs> that's right. That's a good. That's a fair point. That's right. It is better. Yeah, to, better right. be attacked than ignored. But we we were uh, we were praising you. Uh, so, uh, are you familiar with Cheryl Atkinson? Yes, sure. She's so, a great journalist. Yes. Yeah. So, are, are you sort of in her camp? She just was. She was not conservative. She was not liberal. Mm-hmm. She was just committed to truth uh, as yeah. a journalist, and then eventually ended up realizing what the left had done to journalism. Is that a fair statement about you? I guess. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not worried about. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I know there are a lot of. I'm not speaking about uh, you know Cheryl Atkinson, but I know there are a lot of people who are concerned not to seem too partisan, not to seem this or that. And, and, and frankly, we're just in such a different place now than we were 10, 15 years ago. I mean, yes, I, I, I write what are facts. I read documents, I interview people, and I write what are facts. And if someone wants to call me partisan, I, I don't really care. But in lots of ways, the idea of conservative and liberal don't make sense either. If you look at what the left has done, if you look at where they are in terms of these, again, in terms of a third world posture in terms of openly embracing sick and twisted ideas. I mean, you know, so is it conservative to oppose that? Yeah, I guess. It should be liberal. No, the truth is it should be liberal to oppose it. But the number of liberals who understand the lethal threat, the fatal threat of the left is is Alan Dershowitz and Dave Rubin 
and 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 maybe three other people that I know of. Right, right. So I mean, we're we're just in a place where the categories we've been using for many years don't make sense. And this is frankly one of the exciting things about the Donald Trump presidency, right? There's lots of different things that presumably liberals 15 years ago should have been a border. I mean, one of the things I write about the book is talking about Donald Trump in China, right? Dick Gephardt and, uh, you know, Representative Gephardt in the late 80s, his message was exactly like Donald Trump's. What was he doing? He was trying to save American jobs from, from bad trade deals. So now all of a sudden that Donald Trump is, what is he when he wants to preserve American jobs? When he wants to keep, when he wants to keep Americans employed, he wants them to be able to put food on their plates and to take care of their families, to love their children. What is he? Oh, right, he's a racist. That's what it is. He's a racist for trying to protect American jobs. So we're just in such an absolutely insane and, and, and polluted. Well, he's a, he's, right he's now. just a racist for voting for Trump. It's all it right. takes. Absolutely. Yeah, it absolutely. doesn't take any more than that to be a racist. Uh, by the way, right. you will love this. Uh, this was this was said today, I believe. At, at correct, yeah, at the press, yeah, of course. Today, listen to this, Ali. Uh, uh, this is how the president began his press conference today. Thank you very much, and it's good to see you all. Hope you had a great weekend at your convention, and we're going to have a great convention is, coming up. Is that awesome? And I look forward to it. <laughs> He's, uh, did you see last week how, how the, how the small, smaller conference last week with the national security group and just watch, you know, I mean, he's great at the big rallies. He really enjoys it. He feeds off the energy. He, he returns the energy, but in front of the small group, I, it was just fantastic. It looked like he, he was witty. He was, uh, knowing he was generous. I mean, frankly, it looked like, and what, what it reminded me of was growing up as a kid watching the Dean Martin roast, right? You had a lot of, you had a bunch of funny and smart people who really enjoyed being with other people. So yeah, he, he's just a fantastic. He, he is, he, has a fantastic he is, in my presence. opinion, you don't have to react to this. I'm just saying this for my yeah. audience, <laughs> but you're free to, but you don't have to. I believe he is considerably smarter than Joe Biden. Forget politics or anything. Right. Just she, he is a very bright man. One may hate this him. Is, look, I agree. This is one of the things. As the press corps, as the center of gravity of media moved from New York City to Washington, D.C., we see what happens. Because most of the people who live in the swamp are, are, are clever, right? They're clever and they're also craven. Right? When, when the press corps, the center, and I'm not praising uh, I, I'm not just generally praising the New York press corps, but they knew Donald Trump for decades. They knew who he was. They spoke to him at different things. Now, people who go back and look at old clips of Donald Trump speaking with people, he knows a lot about a lot of different things. I mean, look, there were a lot of strange things that he said, a lot of strange things that he did. But yes, absolutely. This is a, a, a worldly uh, a So worldly the book, person. all right, Lee Smith's book, which is happily, thank God for America, doing really well, just came out last week, The Permanent Coup, How Enemies Foreign and Domestic Targeted the American President. The thing that people need to understand, tell me, Lee, if I'm right. I always tell guests, you can totally differ with me. It, it's a non-issue to yeah. me. Right. But didn't they 
This is not a secret. They announced, the New York Times, the Washington Post, CNN, and ABC announced, we have to get rid of this man. Right. Yeah. Right. What they didn't announce, however, what they didn't say was that they were going to do anything, not only to destroy Donald Trump, but they were going to inject a conspiracy theory. All right. I want you to talk about that when we return. All right, everybody. Final moments, unfortunately. This is one of those examples. I wish we had more time. Lee Smith. The book is up at DennisPrager.com, The Permanent Coup. So given the, the brevity uh, that uh, is, is necessary, who is, who is ultimately, if there is such a, a question that's valid, who is ultimately behind the coup attempt? Yeah. Um, I think that's a, a very important question. We've been speaking for years, several years now, about the deep state and about the deep state's animus uh, toward Donald Trump. One of the things that we saw and one of the things that I report in my book is very important, I think. We have a fuller picture now, a much fuller picture. One of the things that we started to see in the spring, starting at the end of April, was declassification of different documents that showed evidence that the Obama administration, that President Obama um, had, had nurtured a culture of espionage and surveillance. The list of all the different people across the administration who had spied on General Michael Flynn, and as I report in, in my book, they spied on a lot of other people as well. Uh, other documents showed that President Obama and now presidential candidate Joe Biden had directed the former head of the FBI, James Comey, to actually investigate Michael Flynn. And finally, this was the purpose of the coup. The purpose of the ongoing coup is to, uh, with the ultimate goal of destroying Trump, but at the very least, to deter him from undoing Obama's policies, waiting until an Obama acolyte, or as we're seeing now, Barack Obama himself, returning to complete uh, what he is called the transformation of America. So as it turns out, the deep state was an instrument. It doesn't have a mind of its own. The people who were directing this were the highest office holders in the land. I mean, I, I think that we all had some sort of sense that there was a, the, 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 there was a, a larger, larger hand behind this. But the declassification of these documents uh, – gave us evidence of that. And it's, it, it's, distur- it's very disturbing, even for people who do not like Barack Obama at all, to see the President of the United States directing a third world spying espionage operation against his domestic opponents. It says we're in dangerous territory as Americans right now. The book is The Permanent Coup. It's very scary. How enemies, foreign and domestic, targeted the American president. This man is a serious journalist. There aren't many of them. Lee Smith, it's always a delight to talk to you. Dennis, what a pleasure. Thank you very much for inviting me on, and um, I look forward to speaking again soon. Yes, that's my intention. Book is up at DennisPrager.com. Barack Obama, I said during his uh, administration, was the worst president in modern American history. I'm more convinced than ever.
Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Alan's story. I've been in back pain since my early 20s. Now I'm 51. In my early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I got injured and I was off work for about a year. I'm now a train engineer. I basically sit all day long. My wife making me take relief factor literally changed my life. I don't feel like I'm 20 again, but my back does. Everyone knows you want something drug-free. You want something that will help your own body deal with the inflammation that can often cause pain in your neck, back, shoulder, hip, knee, or foot. Actually, even general aches and pains from just getting older, exercise, everyday living, all can be a real problem, even keeping you from sleeping through the night. So here's what I suggest you do. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father-son owners of Relief Factor, have created what they call a three-week quick start. It's a trial pack, and they've discounted it to just $19.95. That's about a dollar a day. And after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's the three-week quick start for just $19.95. And you should know this. About 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start for just $19.95 go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer and go to relieffactor.com and order the three week quick start that's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384 800-500-8384